Welcome to Midwest Horror Network's October 2020 special, where we watch and discuss all of the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes. Today we are talking about Treehouse of Horror 14. Not a huge fan of this one. Yeah, I mean, I think we all might die. I... Thank you, David. <laughs> we had a bit of an interesting introduction for this one. Um, this might be the best introduction we've had in a while. Yeah. Violent. Yeah, so basically, uh, Bart and Lisa get back from trick-or-treating. They're dressed as Peanuts characters, and Bart is not happy that Lisa got better candy than him, so the two of them start fighting. Uh, Bart tries to beat Lisa with a fireplace poker, but misses and ends up stabbing Homer with the poker. And in a fit of rage, Homer throws a flaming log at the kids, misses, and hits Grandpa Simpson, who then gets set on fire, but is still cold. (laughs) I'm right. still cold. That, that was actually pretty funny. Uh, Homer then pulls the rug out from Bart and Lisa, rolls them up in the rug, and starts beating them. And then with a baseball bat. With a baseball bat. And then Marge, unhappy with how Homer is handling the kids, shoots him with a shotgun a couple times. And Homer's blood spells out the title, Simpsons Halloween Special 14. Meanwhile, watching this whole domestic incident are Kang and Kodos. Uh, One of them is reading the TV guide and there's like, what's this? A Halloween special in November? And the other one of them is saying, who's still thinking about Halloween? We already have our Christmas decorations. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, another joke if it wasn't so true. It'd be even funnier. I hate humanity. uh, That's true. On that good old-fashioned retail clock, the uh, this yep. second that all the back to school shit is over, Halloween starts, and as soon as as soon as October fifteenth is done, off yeah. to, uh, off to Christmas. Yeah, fuck yeah. Thanksgiving. We're throwing up the Christmas shit. It's like yeah. Halloween hasn't even happened yet, you pricks. Yeah, I've noticed they've been starting earlier and every earlier time I see a shit. store do that, I just want to burn it down. I Probably the worst case of this I've ever seen was my first college I went to, SUNY Fredonia. This is during my freshman year. What would happen is I lived at home during that, and my brother was still going to school there at the time. And his last class of the day finished about half an hour or an hour after my last class of the day finished. So I would just hang around campus, wait for my brother to finish up his class, and then he'd we'd go home. Um, so I'd often just like walk around and I would also look around the school bookstore. And on October 1st, I walk into the bookstore and they have this huge Christmas tree set up on October 1st. What? I, 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 have, I have a worse one. Oh, no, wait, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was to me for doing it. They had this large holiday tree <laughs> set up. I have a worse one. I would have pitched a fit. <laughs> All right. I was, it was August 25th, and I was, and I, and I was walking into Menards, because I knew that they were starting to, because they don't have, like, back-to-school shit in Menards, like, so I, I knew they'd be setting up some Halloween shit, I was like, ah, I love Halloween, I'm gonna go check this out, obviously. So, I go in there, I go in, I'm checking out the, other, the Halloween, I'm walking down the aisle, and I look over, 
um, like right down at the end of the aisle, and there's a very small but very, very obvious Christmas section with a Mr. Claus and a Mrs. Claus and a North Pole sign for sale right then and now. I was wearing shorts. It was fucking 87 degrees outside. And I went, I'm going to go now. And I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I remember it being August 25th because I looked at my fucking phone to actually confirm the date of which it was and the degrees of temperature it was outside. The um, uh, and that's the worst and most egregious offense. What year was that? Oh God, that was at least maybe five five years ago, six years ago. Five to six years ago, it's so like twenty fourteen, maybe right, twenty fourteen right, right or twenty fifteen. My incident was before yours, so that is proof that it is actually getting worse <laughs> yeah. as time goes on. Yeah, that was pretty it, bad. It was very egregious. I, I, I just, I'm just, oh, I, I was like, oh, I feel, I feel dirty. So we do because yeah, like, mine would have been like, oh nine. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was freshman year of college for me. It was so. getting worse. The um, see, I don't know what's worse if we like think of the movie twenty days later, waking up to. Christmas or waking up to zombies <laughs> for Zach. Look, zombies, I can at least go out and kill shit. True. This, it's just a fear. Like, yeah. the, the funniest moment for me, um, this was, le- no, this was two years ago. Me and Wes were on break, and I needed to go to Home Depot for something. I can't remember what, but I'm just like, all right, fuck it, let's go to Home Depot. It's like, it's, a- it's always the home improvement stores. Yeah, it's October 2nd. We both walk in. I look to the right and I see all the Halloween stuff gone and Christmas stuff. And I literally said out loud, who the fuck did that? <laughs> and several people just turn and look at me. And Wes is just like, with that goofy with that goofy face, just like, <gasps> we're in public. <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck yeah. people. My, this is why my wife had a black Christmas tree. That just sounds awesome. It yeah. was awesome. Yeah. All you need to do now is just burn it. Because it's still a Christmas tree. Yeah, but it's black with orange lights. David, tell us about our first segment, Reaper Madness. Uh, well, this is definitely the best segment of the three. Can I just say one thing before By you start? By a landslide? Sure. Family Guy did it better. Continue. Actually, I'm going to yeah, agree like with Zach on this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to agree too. Yep. Wow, and Brandon actually <laughs> agreed. That's how you know we're entering the shit show. Yeah. Now, please continue. Um, anyway, nap. Death shows you up. You're not napping through this, Zach. You're participating in our conversation. Nap after. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> Don't be we a have to suffer princess. through this one, you do too. And we're not even at the worst. Yet. I was going to say, I've been suffering long enough. <laughs> anyway, um, so in this uh, segment, Death shows up at the Simpsons door um, looking to take Bart to you know with them uh they decided that they didn't want to let bart go with them they do a i think a benny hill mm-hmm. style um chase through the house um, which i did i did smirk it i like so that i i, I, could, I, like I gotta it. admit that i did like it i don't yeah. want to i i pretty much had a zach attitude about it i didn't want to like it but i did they I uh, so there's that yeah i mean a lot of you know cartoons and stuff and TV shows do that, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. it's probably I one like of the it. most overused cartoon gags. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but um, I did. They, they did do some creative stuff with it. Yeah, I, I did because at one point, like Santa's little helper had Death's leg and his yeah, mouth running, running through the house. So and then Maggie was chasing him with a sickle. Maggie so. would be the one Figures. to chase Death yeah. down. And just be like, "Fuck you," because Maggie's <laughs> actually a secret sociopath. Oh yeah, um, fucking psychopath. He pins. I think uh, the chase ends up in the dining room. Death throws his scythe 
towards Bart and pins him to the wall. Um, Homer comes from behind and bashes Death's head for killing Snowball and for killing John F. Kennedy. <laughs> it kills Death. Uh, and then Springfield, something weird happens where there is nobody there to reap, so no one can die. So we end up with the Springfield Mafia shooting um, Frankie the Squealer, I think. The Snitch. Or the Frankie Snitch. The snitch. Whatever. <laughs> One of the uh, Snitches. I mean, they're shooting him, can't die. And he makes like a really kind of funny comment. It's like, because they're like, what, what's going on? It's like, if I knew, I would tell you. <laughs> Why is everybody looking at me? <laughs> Italian. American. Yeah, he realizes it's going to be long, so he calls his wife because he's going to be late. Um, then we end up in Moe's bar. Moe's hanging himself. He's already suspended there. Yeah. Uh, and he ordered pizza while he was waiting for death. Which, and that makes no sense. I, it didn't make no sense, did but it was... Did he order the pizza before he hung himself? Or did he call in after he hung himself? But then how did he get to the phone? Yeah, there's the only no... Reason, the, only, the, the only reason that that is there is not to measure up to logic, but to facilitate the next joke. Yeah. Probably. Oh, totally. Which yeah, was... There was no Alexa or Siri around at that time, so there's no way he could order the pizza without getting down. Unless he did, and then just, you know hung himself back up there but exactly which leads to that joke about you know like hey the money's on the counter but no, no tip, tip. Like, <laughs> you, you bastard bastard that's, that's why I'm up here <laughs> um let's see where were the fuck are we at with this episode um Homer throws away death's yeah Mark's like getting rid of death's body cloak. puts on his cloak he turns into death he gets the list he has fun with that actually um pretty much reaping and takes Bart to like a ball game or whatever, and they're like in the you know um, nosebleed seats way up top. And Bart asked him, you know, he wanted to go up closer, and it's like I got gotcha, you. And pretty much walks down and is touching everybody and literally killing them until he makes his up, makes uh, makes it to the luxury box down there where he was about to touch the lady, but then gets killed by a baseball. So. Yeah. That was pretty funny. And then Bart's like, did were all, were all those people, people on the list? list? I don't know. I don't know. And there was a career day with Lisa. Yeah. That was pretty messed up. <laughs> it was pretty messed up. Do you guys want to see him harvest, harvest the soul. soul? They bring some think... homeless guy who's just like, you said something about a hot meal. And he seems so oh, eager depressed. and happy. And then you just that hear kind of the clunk of him falling down the floor and the children <laughs> cheering. <laughs> Wow, that yeah. was that was terrible. Yeah, David, wrap up the segment. Yeah, then it goes downhill after that. Um, his the name for the next list is his wife, Mark Simpson, and he says no. They changed the name to him. He's like, what was the la- uh, first name again, Mark Simpson, and pretty much brings up a body to a cliff. Yeah, it's body God. rolled up in a rug. And you see Marge's hair sticking out. Yep. And he, God realizes it was one of Marge's sisters. Selma. Homer's like, ha, runs off. God tries to t- chase him, gets stopped by a train, and says he's too rich for this. And pretty much leaves. That was the end of the episode. Yep. Yay. Some amusing stuff in this. I'll say this right now, but I think it's just gonna, it's going to win the number one for me by default. Because it had Everybody. some funny jokes in it. They, and I did laugh. It started yeah. off really 
it started off. It was well a good premise. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But but, but again, it, it, this is a premise that that I have to wholeheartedly agree with. The family guy did a hundred yeah. times better. Oh yeah. Hundred times better. This is. Oh yeah. One of those. They times. did it better, and I believe they did this one before The Simpsons. Yeah, because it was a really early. Yeah, that was that, one of the. That was like, like, sec- that was yeah. like second episode. Yeah. I don't think it was the second episode, but it was within the first the two season. seasons. So yeah. this no, was definitely. I think it was the first season. The, um, that, the like first. I said, it was the first or second season, and it was. I don't think it was the first. Like, like fi- I I don't think I think it was the first season, man. I think fifty percent chance. And I, I just had, know it was within the, like the first two seasons, but I don't think it was within like the first two episodes though. Because I've seen no, I think oh, no. Which upon a Weinstein was the second episode, if I remember correctly. In the year two thousands, this so Family Guy predated this episode of Simpsons by three years, about. Yep, called it. Okay, now we're really into the dregs here. Uh, Zach, tell us about segment two, Frankenstein. I'm going to make this simple. That really smart scientist, Albert... Professor Frank. uh, Professor Frank, whatever the fuck his name is. He wins the Nobel Prize, wants his father around. Lisa finds out. Lisa tries to find his father. They find out that Frank uh, freeze-dried his father because he got bit by a shark going off on a shark expedition. They have very bad father-son problems. He revives his father... Turns him into a fucking Frankenstein guy by replacing his kidney with a mechanical part. Dude doesn't like it. Goes, starts stealing body parts from people. Uh, Frank is about to win the Nobel Prize. Father comes. They have a father-son bonding moment. The father tries to eat a bunch of brains. Son kills him. They have a father-son bonding moment again. Dies. End of episode. People in the audience were pissed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hated this. Oh they, my God. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just... Is... I mean... Yeah, it's fucking. This um, pisses me off. This is like the second episode in a row where they kind of take an idea from a previous treehouse and just like redo it because they did like a Frankenstein version where version Mr. Burns with Homer and and, and like and, and actually, that's actually a good point. I, and actually, to be perfectly honest, I didn't like that episode. Yeah. So you know exactly. what makes you think that I'm gonna like this one? Yeah, yeah. it makes me, you wonder how it, long until the next Edgar Allan Poe episode? Yeah, it, yeah they're this recycling. One was such. A, like it's clear the reason they did this is because they're able to get Jerry Lewis to be Frank's father, and Professor Frank is so yeah. obviously based off of, of course. Jerry Lewis. Of course. So, the, so yeah, it's just a thinly veiled, obvious joke that they just put in there because yeah. they they got him, and then they shoehorn in a couple other guest stars. They were able to get like Jennifer Garner at the mm. end of an award show. I actually Which, was questioning whether or not that actually was. It, it was, and like award show subplots to me always feel shoehorned. Yeah, and especially when you only have like a seven-minute segment here, it even just feels worse. And it, there was nothing to this. It was just Frank's father harvesting organs, and then he harvests organs again, and he dies from a kick to the crotch. Which <laughs> really. Um, that wasn't so bad, but again, nothing really happened other than that, and it was just not funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's the biggest sin of all in this one. It's like, I did not laugh once. Like, e- even with, like, mm-hmm. you know, he rips out Skinner's spine, and his mother comes and is like, no spine, huh? And it's like, it's there's stuff that should have been funny that wasn't funny. And, you, you know what? Yeah. It, okay, so what this feels like, and I've said this with com- with a lot of comedies that, that aren't funny, Um I give an advice, this advice to a lot of people. If you want everyone to break down the science of stand-up, or even comedy, but I, it's, more, it's more crucial in stand-up, 
watch a stand-up so many times that it's no longer funny. And then you can start to see the science behind it, like the positioning and the timing. And the, you can start to see that. That's, But that's also, if you feel like that on your first round, that just means that it that there's a very key element missing within the formula of comedy. All the, It has all the reasons why it should be funny, but it's not. Um, you can see the beats, you can see... You know, like it's like it's like when you when you talk with somebody and you're like you 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 know it's the whole thing about like you know it smells like a cat, meows like a cat, looks like a cat, but it's not a fucking cat. And this thing with this comedy, like it sounds like it should be funny, it looks like it should be funny, it kind of it feels like it should be funny, but at the end of the day, it's not fucking funny. It's it's like they're trying to mathematically make something funny when in fact it's, it's that's not it's way more art than it is science. And this feels very, very, very manufactured. Like I can see the beats. Like you know, I can. It's like, it's like the fucking Wizard of Oz. You can see the man behind the curtain with all this shit. And 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 that's. I was like, it's almost like they want to say insert insert laugh here. The yeah. um, somebody put on the laugh track now. Exactly. Like that's like that's how it how it felt. Like you know, insert comedy here. Yeah. And I'm like, no, nah, it's not that fucking funny. That's how I kind of felt because comedy in general is subjective, so that's how. Of course. But like you don't really. But it's get also. This, but it's like. It's also visceral though too. Yeah. Like that's what we give Zach shit about. About you know, it's like I didn't laugh. I'm like, you can't control laugh. No. Laughing. It's a. It's an. It's an response. It's an emotional response. Mm-hmm. You do it. It's a reflex. It, correct. Thank yep. you. That's you know. So you just do it, and and this is one of those things that you know it. It looks like a cat. Meows like a cat. You know, walks like a cat. Exactly. But it's not a fucking cat. And that is a cat. That is a cat. I mean, um, there's four of us here too. I'm like, not one of us laughed after the first, like, part of the first segment. I, 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 I even like even one of them. Like, I went, uh, yeah. And and that was it. And that was the only reaction I got. I mean, um, yeah. That's it. That was all I was gonna say with that. Yeah, like I said, th- this might be the first segment. Like, there are weak segments. In Trials of Horror before this one. Mm. But even then, it's like, okay, we can appreciate the animation, or there's still that one line that was, you know, a snicker, or like there would be something that I can appreciate. Even in the ones that don't work for me, or I don't, you know, particularly like, there's at least that one thing I can appreciate. There is nothing in Frankenstein that works for me. No. I, I will tell you this, though, I will remember it. I, I, I hated the design of um, Frank Sr. with all the parts, the different yeah. townspeople. That was stupid. Um, I, I hated the plot line of him just harvesting organs because of for some reason. Um, I'm angry. And I hated the <laughs> sure. ending. Um, it, it was nothing worked in this one. I hate uh, it. I think yeah. the worst part was just like, I'm tired of them. Yeah. Kind of, re- I think this is like where they're just wanting to recycle previous ideas and just do something different with it, and it's just not working. Yeah, it's like they don't have an original idea, dude. Yeah. Honestly, man, like this, you know, I'll tell you what this this feels like. Like, I wonder how. So this is where I'd be curious. Like, and this is this is more like where I'd get answers from you, Brandon. Like, how was this season as a whole? Um, let me take a. Actually, I well, yeah, we we I did sort of cycle through mm-hmm. the episode guide before I clicked on this episode and this season was mixed okay there are a couple that i do enjoy watching to this day 
And there are also those where it's just kind of like, I'm going to skip it. You know what? In um, let me bring up. I'm uh, just leave this one alone. Yeah, let me uh, bring up the episode guide here. While he's bringing that up, I, w- I will say this. this. This entire episode feels like a Canon Kodos situation. It feels like they were contractually obligated to write a, a Treehouse of Horror in the season and the writers at that time in that particular space didn't give a really a fuck about it. They're like, oh, we got to do it. You know, we got to do it. And I, and I think the, you know, and I think that joke at the beginning, man, really hits, hits hard and yeah. hits the home in how much they really didn't give a fuck about it. Like, they released it in November. Yeah. Like, you know, so I, I would probably say this. It, it may not be true, but that's what it feels like. It feels like that they, that they this is one of those checklist things they need to get taken care of and they kind of just you know like well we'll we'll just recycle some old shit the um uh, or we'll rip off family guy yeah the um uh you know family guy's working the uh you know and and, oh yeah especially at this time family guy was still on its fucking high horse in in, in its defense family guy has ripped off simpsons plenty of times of course but But of course they've done it better because family Um, guy's awesome yeah looking at this season and counting it out like if i were to give thumbs up or thumbs down to each episode in this season, it would pretty much be half and half. Really? Yeah. Okay, so it's down the middle. Yeah. So the um, I I wonder if they changed that writers in in between. Yeah. Or is it mixed within there? That is a good question. Because that would that like you know if mm-hmm. like because I know that this was probably these episodes are always earlier in the season. So maybe at like the yeah. mid, the which spring also break. actually what I need to look at is the previous season as a whole because remember they write yeah, that's right. they write the Halloween specials on the season before it airs so that they have time for all the animation and this might have been a writer's transition yeah at this time yeah because there are quite a few last season that I really like it's not the strongest season but it's one that for the most part when I whenever I do my binges and I get to season fourteen. Um, I'm not seeing any where I go, oh, I want to skip this. Like, even the weaker ones in this season still have moments that I enjoy. Um, but yeah, season 15, which is the season where this Trials of Horror actually aired, it's right down the middle. Okay. I mean, you know what, though, and I also know, and it's funny that this, like, gets brought up now, but I remember watching a, a few documentaries about The Simpsons in general, and I know that they've had a long, long history of contractual issues, of writer contractual issues for the last 30 fucking years. And there's been many, many, many fights, things done to the last possible second. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know where, they'll, where they'll drag off negotiation until the last possible second. They've done it with the cast members and they've done it with the writers. Yeah. yeah. So this like, may be H- Harry Shearer was supposed to be leaving the series how many times? Didn't he finally leave? No, he's still on. But it's like I, I swear, like every five to seven years, there's like, oh, uh, I'm probably going to leave because of money, and then they work it out at the last minute. Oh yeah, they, and they and, they, and they've done that countless times. So I can I can only imagine that this episode was written right when negotiations were going on and they just said, eh, I don't have to really put that much effort into this unless my contract is renewed next year. So if they're writing up the year before, this might have been a contract year. Yeah. Where they, where they, where they didn't, they probably wrote it in May to premiere in November and then their contract didn't get re-signed until fucking August or September. 
and 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 that's the reason why the quality is is where it is yeah. kind of shit. I mean, there are people, there are Simpsons scholars much more in tune with the behind the scenes stuff than I am, who can probably answer that. Um, but yeah, it's just an, an, it's unfortunate whenever a Halloween special has a major dip in quality like this because I do look forward to them every year and when it's a disappointing one that's a whole year fucked yeah yeah that's that's a good point the um uh, so anyway I guess it's my turn it's your turn for Mm -hmm. stop the world I want to goof off alright so this is basically fucking clock stoppers it's uh, Twilight Zone. Or, or that. Yeah, or, there is an actual Twilight Zone episode with this, and, with this plot. And, and then also that... What a surprise. The, uh, it was um, a season five episode. I guess I remember the shitty... Um, Clockstoppers. Movie Clockstoppers. Yeah, yeah, I've seen Clockstoppers. Same well. here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, basically, Bart Barton Milhouse discover a mysterious clock. Well, they don't really discover it. It's they order it out of an old comic book ad. Oh, that's right. The, um, and it and actually then, fucking works. And then it works. Um, <laughs> then they begin to figure out that they can stop time. And then what do two ten-year-olds do when when they figure out they can stop time? They start doing a bunch of pranks, um, and then they get more and uh, more and more es- escalating. They pull down Smithers' pants. They uh, fuck with Homer with him reaching in for donuts um, and then removing him from it. Uh, and then um, they get progressively worse until the mayor um, actually sets a trap for them um, using ultraviolet dust of some kind. And then he turns off the lights, and then they track the foot footprints and figure out that it is in fact bart and millhouse both causing the pranks so they they go ahead and um uh, begin to try to run away they stop time they stop a bullet at the last moment um uh, and they flick it off which was kind of cool yeah the um but then then right in when it happens they accidentally drop the clock um and then time is permanently frozen so they begin to try to live life in this dystopian world. Which I just want to point out that the Twilight Zone episode ends with the guy dropping the watch and it breaks and he's stuck in frozen time. Okay, so this goes a little bit further yeah. past that. The, um, uh, so they, they end up collecting a bunch of shit. Um, uh, they collect they, you know, everything that a 10-year-old you, know, you think would want to collect. Um, a bunch of different furniture, prizes, lottery tickets, money, piles of gold, all that shit. Um, I would have loved some more, some better background gags in this one. Yeah. Um, uh, I really would have, because that would have been a great opportunity to do more shit in the background. The the best one from, like, when time freezes and all that, and I think this is when they first froze time. I don't even think it's when they broke the watch. And it wasn't even a background gag, because it was right there in the forefront. But it was Lenny and Carl's cars crashed, and they were about to... They, oh, they yeah. both went through their windshields and were about to, you know, go head on into each other. You this. Well, yeah, that, even that, man. Like, I mean, to me, that was... Which, which I, I like that, because that is such a Lenny and Carl thing. True. I mean, but again, though, you're coming off of yeah. being more of a fan and knowing the backstory of me as a, as a person who doesn't know as much. Yeah. The coming into um, this is just not as, not as cool. And it was also... Yeah, and uh, those townspeople, they were legit going to kill them. Like, oh, yeah, Chief, Chief Wiggum yeah. fired his gun, and if they didn't hit that stopwatch when they did, Bart would have gotten shot right in the head. Yep, yeah, pretty much. That was a headshot. <laughs> headshot. Uh, and then um, they, um, they begin to get more and more uh, bored and depressed with their lives, being frozen. Um, uh, Bart is able to clean his family and wash them down, but Homer's head keeps popping off. 
and Milhouse did, in fact, bring his parents back uh, together. Except it was kind of hollow. And then it <laughs> fell over. Yeah. And even Brandon went, uh, at that pun. Because um, it was that bad. Anyway, the uh, so they end up getting a book to figure out how to uh, fix watch watches. In under 15 minutes or an hour, it takes them 15 years to get through the whole book. Which they're both 10 years old. And those are the most unhealthiest looking 25-year-olds I have ever seen in a cartoon. Dude, well, Milhouse looks like he's in his fucking 40s. Well, yeah. well, then they you know, they were completely supplied by gummy worms. No, Milhouse was completely supplied by gummy worms. And then Bart has a mullet. Um, he had like that ponytail and the little, yeah, chin, little, little, little chin thing. Very big, in, you know, I, I, that was very big in the 90s. I don't yeah. know, you know, this was in the 2000s. He, he looks like the kind of person that regularly watches Kevin Smith movies. <laughs> and then will not shut up about them. Fuck you trying to say, boy. They, <laughs> um, uh, anyway, so they end up fixing the watch. Uh, and then they realize that they're about to be in a horrible position. So they ended up uh, getting I was Martin. Martin to take the fall for them. Uh, position them to attack the mob. They beat the, sh- the mob beats the shit out of them, uh, and then uh, Bart ends up going back to live in his house, um, and they all wonder why he looks weird. And uh, then I believe Lisa um, uh, gets a hold of the watch that starts to shift reality into several different gags that are a lot funnier than a lot funnier at, than. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm misstating this. They're nowhere near as funny as the writers actually think that they are um they were again going back to you know look looks like a cat uh, uh walks like a cat but the funniest like one was them as the fantastic four and even that was just kind of like eh. yeah it was it was very mm-hmm. yeah and that, that was the end um, yeah they end on hula hooping to uh rock around the clock sure and, and that's it and then that's yeah. it i mean um, this this was a completely um just a so such a throwaway and like the amount of background gags that could have been in this episode is that is deeply disappointing. that is the most disappointing part of this segment like this segment isn't terrible it's not it it does have a story but it has a lot but for everything you could have done with this premise it does feel first drafty to me And, and and also too you couldn't have made a better premise for background gags yeah like you, exactly. That you, that, that, um, that was perfect for that. And I, I, I do think they nail the whole. If you were ten years old and could freeze time, what would you do? They, they definitely nailed that aspect of it. Um, and that's pretty much it. There are a couple little chuckles here and there, but nothing substantial. Um, but yeah, and like, like like you said, it's the the biggest detriment to this is they had a perfect opportunity for background gags and. Mm. Considering how many background gags that The Simpsons is known for, it that and that's why it feels first drafty to me. It was like they came up with a story, and then they just didn't take the time to go, okay, what can we put in the background here with this? Again, I'm I'm gonna take I'm take a guess by my theory uh, that this was right in the middle of any kind of writers negotiations, and they kind of just slapped it together and said, hey, here's your treehouse. Yeah. The uh, Deuces. The, um, uh, but, you know, it is what it is. The, uh, I think we have a pretty overall opinion about, about yeah. this, about this. This episode um, could have been definitely better. Yeah. The episode, think, like, like oh, go ahead. it had some really good, it had some, um, good moments for me, though. Like, with, um, Oscar De La Hoya beating up Martin, that was, 
pretty pretty um brutal. Yeah. If this you is don't fun. know yeah, if you don't know who Oscar De La Hoya is, if you're listening, is he a boxer, so he's in there, he's really wailing on him. He's like, This hitting this kid is really fun. It's like, damn. Yeah, yeah that really mob was out for blood. Yeah, I mean the episode Yeah it was bad, but wasn't as bad as the Raven. You are a liar. <laughs> We know you're lying now. No, I'm not. <laughs> that goddamn episode had nothing. I I think this I think this episode is more original than Zach right now. Yeah, <laughs> nothing's um, more original than me. So yeah, uh, funniest moment. The opening. Yeah, I liked Homer harvesting the homeless guy, and I also liked Mo saying, "That's why I'm up here." And I did like the opening with the Christmas yeah, the, decorations. It's, it's the opening for me. For me, it's the part where Bart tried to bargain for his life by replacing him with Millhouse. Oh, yeah. We all know there's no happy ending there. <laughs> 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 that is... That's, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, cut, that was good. That yeah, cuts good. deep. Um, the opening, for sure. Yeah. And then um, I think it was death as well. Um, fuck, I had another one, but I forgot... That's how bad this damn episode is, but I'm going with the beginning yeah. for and, sure. And we're still not at the worst. Oh god. Oh god. Um dreading. Scariest, creepiest, grossest organ organ ripping out. And that's and that's just I'm picking that by default. Grossest definitely when Homer gets shot with a shotgun in the beginning. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with David on that one. Fuck it, sure, let's just get this over with. Yeah. That's gruesome. <laughs> Which it's pretty bad when we're relying on the intro for our funniest <laughs> yeah, and grossest moments. So so folks, just watch the intro. <laughs> yeah. Um Or don't watch the episode at all. Favorite segment, does is anybody not choosing the first one? The intro. <laughs> the first one. And least fa- favorite segment two. Second one. Two. Yeah. I, I hated I hated it. Yep. Um yep. Final thoughts on the episode overall? It's a big eh. It's a big eh for me. Something that I would definitely skip. Yeah, if I, it I'm, came on TV. And yeah, I'm gonna like, go. Yeah, with it. I'm, I'm not gonna, go gonna watch this. You know my thoughts. Yeah, it's the first and third segments are okay, but that second one drags it down so much for me. Yeah. Like I, whenever I do my Trials of Horror binges each year. Because of that second segment, I dread this one. Um, it's it's that bad in my eyes. Um, so it's like if you get rid of that second segment, you have something that's meh. But that second one brings the average down so low. Yeah, this is one to skip. Yeah. Overall, just don't recycle premises. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, um, so thank you for listening to the Midwest Horror Network's 2020 October special. Uh, be sure to listen to our regular podcast, The Nightmares Podcast, on YouTube, Spotify, or Anchor. You can also check us out at Midwest Horror Network on all of our social media, on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Slasher. And of course, please uh, press that little bell so you can be notified about all of our other amazing things. Thank you so much for checking out this Tree House episode. We love y'all. We'll see you soon. Happy October 14th.